Cyclones.com.org. The Cyclones will look to make straight wins over Texas when the two meet in Austin on Saturday. Bears corner Jalen Johnson has been a full participant for two straight practices as he's expected to return from a quad injury for tomorrow night's home game against the Commanders. The NLDS continues today. Braves host the Phillies. Dodgers face the Padres in L.A. Phillies and Dodgers both lead one game to none. I'm Rhonda Moss. From the Jethro's Barbecue Studios, where Wednesday is mug day with $7 Cousin Cocktails, this is Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. For 75 years, NCMIC has been doing the right thing for its customers, employees, and the community. Now, here's Miller and Condon. Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Trent Condon, Ken Miller up until noon. Bottom of the hour, Mitch Holtis, the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. Trent's play of the day. Circus Sports sponsors that. That's coming up here uh, just before we get out of here. Again, our show is moving. It will be from 11 to 1 starting next Monday. So seven consecutive hours of local programming on KXNO. Miller and Condon, 11 to 1. Murph and Andy, 1 to 3. in the KXNO Drive from 3 until 6 with Heather and Sean as they take you home. Let's get Dave Sproul in here. Uh, he's already had a very busy morning. I just killed the call screener, Trent. Can you help me out? Yeah, I got you. Thank you. Um, you don't need the call screen. You can just manually I, do it on the on the actual machine. What do you mean? Did you know that? What do you mean? So you, you got your also your phone bank over there, right? Yeah. Where you actually pick up the phone. Yeah. And if you just hit the button down below it where it turns red, it'll do it. Is it? Is it is I mean, how long have you been in this building combined? <laughs> and I've I've had the switch in front of me since day the one. The whole time. Yes. But you like the call screener to do it that way. Well, I like to be able to cut people off when they start going on and on and on. That too. Right? You can do both ways. Then you just hit that drop button. (laughs) If Sprout gets mouthy, (laughs) it's right there for you. Yeah, and don't walk in his way because you're liable to push him. Be good. Uh, Let's get Dave Sprout in here. Hello, Dave Sprout. How are you? I'm ready to get mouthy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're glad to have you on. You've been busy and you've been listening to TJ Otzelberger, et cetera, this morning. Bill Fennelly early in the week. You know, let's go in order. We'll get to football at the end, but the the Iowa State women are going to have a special season, at least we anticipate. Uh, Fennelly uh, and and the uh, team met the media earlier in the week. I love the fact that, uh, you know, he's having a little fun. He's obviously in a, uh, in a, um, in a jovial, jovial spirit as he put on the baseball cap backwards and the, uh, the, sunglasses did a little dance with the team good to see yeah he's uh he's kind of loosened up the last few years i think there was a stretch there where there was he felt a lot of stress and and wasn't always uh fond of of the way his team's personalities kind of played out but the last several years now it's been kind of a rejuvenation for him he's kind of rediscovered the joy of basketball he's found players who really fit his personality what he wants to, his teams to be and the first thing he said when he sat down at the table yesterday was just, I love this team. And, uh, it's, uh, you know, not atypical for him to be open about his uh, emotions, but you don't really hear, uh, many, uh, many coaches just put it out there like, like he does. And, uh, that's one of the, the great things about covering Bill Fenley. You always get a good soundbite. Yeah, it's always, I've always been fond of some certain sports talk radio hosts either, but we'll save that for another day. <laughs> uh, so uh, good to see. So, uh, Dave, uh, obviously the expectations. I mean, 
are they heading? Are they clearly the team to beat in the Big Twelve? Who who do you have to I mean Baylor seemingly every year, right? Are they the team? Oklahoma, like what Brandzik's doing down there. What? Uh, who is the team that uh, Iowa State's going to be looking over the shoulder? Well, Iowa State is the, the, was the top pick in the, the mm-hmm. preseason coaches of the poll, but it was very narrow. I think it was just like one point ahead of Texas. So that's going to be the team okay. really to watch for. Yep, they've been building to something the last few years. they got a great coach in Vic Schaefer, and so uh, they, they're definitely up there. Uh, I think uh, Oklahoma's probably going to be up there, uh, top half of the league. You know, uh, Jane Branch's style of play really fits the Big 12. It's really player-friendly, um, and I, I think Baylor always, you know, they're always going to draw great talent. They're probably not quite at the level like they had with Kim Mulkey. And with that, you're talking about the elite of the elite when she was there. Now you're just talking about, oh, just one of the best in the Big 12 is all. Mm -hmm. But they still get great recruits and still get great players down there. So those are the teams, I think, that are going to be battling it out. And Iowa State, yeah, you can call them the favorite, but they're going to have uh, at least a couple teams hot on their heels. Dave Sproud joining us, taking a look at some Iowa State hoops. Let's go to the men's side. Of course, last week, the news, Jeremiah Williams lost for the season with the uh, torn Achilles tendon injury. He's going to be out. A lot of people anticipated maybe he was going to be the point guard of this team. A guy you know a whole lot, though, Taman Lipsy. Well, he's a point guard. Minutes going to increase at the very least. Is he a starter on this team in this, in this freshman campaign? He really could be. I think that Williams' injury opens up the door for that possibility. And when uh, TJ was asked about it today, he said that uh, we, we talked about Taman Lipsy and Eli King, the freshman out of Minnesota, as the guys, you know, basically the two most likely guys to take over as the, the starting point guard. Uh, he also uh, mentioned Jared Holmes as another possibility there. Uh, but it sounds like he is not going to hesitate. If he decides either King or Lipsy uh, is the way to go, then he's going to go that way. We saw him start a freshman point guard last season. It worked out pretty well for Iowa State until the guy left. But anyway, uh, <laughs> I, I think with I, – I know – with Lipsy, you got a guy who's not going to get too rattled, and he's he's going to embrace you know the atmosphere that you're going to see in the Big Twelve. He loves you know Hilton Coliseum. He loves Iowa State, and uh, he's a guy who never really seemed to get flustered in high school. And I, I don't see that happening much. You know, there's going to be some freshman moments, I'm sure, for him, but he, he's not going to be the easily flustered kind of kid you might expect straight out of high school. Uh, it sounds like King has a, a very similar kind of demeanor. So it sounds, it seems like uh, Otzelberger is ready to trust those guys to be kind of the one-two punch at point guard. Eli King is going to be beloved. He's is he's he? got some swagger to him. Yeah. He's going to be a guy that every fan base in the Big Twelve and maybe on the really? other side of the state are going to just love it. He's Good. got swagger. He's going to be a fun, fun Gets player under, to watch. He's a kind yeah. of an agitator, an instigator type of and thing. He's got he's got hops too. I mean, this he? kid he can shoot it from the outside. He's going to be really, really fun. I, I'm buying my stock Great right now. Addition. on Eli King. Well, you know what? Uh, save me some because I'm going to get okay. some at the same time. I didn't know that about him. That's good to know. Was that your impression of him as well, Dave? You know, it really didn't strike me that way talking to him, but watching him play, you know, mm-hmm. I've seen some videos of his high school highlights. He kind of does play that way. Which <laughs> yeah, it's is not something I expected to say about a farm kid from southeast Minnesota, a right. you know, little town on a dairy farm, but uh, he, I guess he brings some swag. Yeah, uh, some farm swag to the court. <laughs> Caledonia, Minnesota. I'm looking at his picture right now. On Carl your... Klug. 
Is that from where he's Caledonia, from? I believe. He's got the Nike white headband on in in his picture on the uh, on the on cyclones.com. Good stuff uh, out of him. Here's the last thing for basketball for me unless Trent uh, has one more we'll move in, into football. I was told yesterday as good as TJ's team was defensively last year and obviously they made a huge commitment to the defensive end of the floor. I was told and I quote, you haven't seen anything yet uh, that this team is going to be really shut you down, uh, will really guard you um, and and be tough to score on, which is just fine by me because I love effort on the defensive end of the floor. Um, was that a talking point today? Just uh, what, uh, what, how good this team could be defensively, Dave? Yeah, and and TJ, uh, you know, sounded pretty optimistic about you know what this team can do uh, defensively because you got uh, guys like, you know, Robert Jones coming back. You you got Gabe Kalsher, of course, who really set a tone by buying in on the defensive end uh, last season. And, you know, some of these guys who, who've transferred in and, and some of the freshmen and, you know, I know in Damon Lipsy's case, he's a guy who just loves to play defense. You don't, you don't get a lot of kids who come out of high school talking about, it. I want you to say, love to play defense, but I saw it throughout his career at Ames High. Uh, so, you know, he's, he's attracting, you know, the, the kind of guys. Now that he has some kind of proof of concept there and what can be accomplished defensively, he can attract guys who are uh, well-suited uh, to that end of the floor the question, of course, becomes, and you know, are they going to be any better on the offensive side? And that's uh, definitely a wait and see proposition. Over to football, we got the answer. It will be Mark Jones and RG three on the call for the Iowa State Texas game coming up on Saturday. Good crew, RG three. He's a little goofy. Yeah, it's fun. He'll throw some sexual innuendo in there every uh-huh. once in a while. He is he's a different cat, but he is a lot I'm of fun close to listen to. That to. Line, Trent. He, he really yeah. does. And Mark Jones, just a, a, a professional, really good. So it'll be a good crew there. The number's huge. It's 17. We talked about this at the top of the show. Iowa State hasn't been blown out in a regular season game in six years. I don't see it happening here. What am I missing? What is the concern that this leads to a Texas blowout? Twin yours? Yeah, that's it. But, I mean, the, the, you guys know this better than me. The, the lines are set not so much to predict outcomes, but right. to anticipate better behavior mm-hmm. and, you know, to get as much money on each side of the equation. So when you see Texas, big brand name, playing really well, shut out Oklahoma last mm-hmm. week versus Iowa State, 0 for 3 in the Big 12, lost two lowest scoring game, doesn't have much offense, that's going to skew the way people perceive those teams. Mm-hmm. And unless you really dig deep, as, as we do, into what Iowa State does, we know that John Haycock brings that defense every week. So we know they're going to be ready to play, and they'll probably you know hold Texas to below their – their season averages, whether that's enough, you know, for the offense to catch up might be another matter altogether. But yes, Iowa State's definitely going to keep themselves in this game primarily because of what they can do on defense. And uh, I don't know if uh, what uh, Iowa State's style is going to bring is, is dramatically different from what yours has seen. Uh, remember, he's he hasn't played all that much. Uh, he has seen Alabama, but not much of that. And he's, he's seen, you know, Oklahoma, and they didn't have anything on defense mm-hmm. last week. So, you know, it's it, could be a matter where, you know, you can confuse a freshman quarterback a little bit, get him off his game a little bit, and take him out of his rhythm. But you still got great players like Xavier Worthy and Bijan uh, Richardson. I want to call him Bijan Musterson now. But anyway, you know, Roshan Johnson, great athletes on the offensive side, certainly for Texas. They're going to probably get some points. Uh, whether the Iowa State offense can keep up is going to spell the difference in this game. Yeah, going to be uh, fun to watch uh, for for sure. Uh, Robinson, by the way, and Bajan. Um, but uh, n- nonetheless, let's, let's speaking of running backs, Cartavius Norton. 
I thought he was close, Dave. I thought he was. Uh, there was a chance he played. Apparently, he dressed out like he was. Uh, like there was a chance he would. The likelihood that he's able to go this weekend, and this is no offense to what they've what they've got uh, in the running back stable, but this kid kind of teased us a little bit, right? In week number one, uh, we we'd heard about him leading up to the season that uh, that this kid's a difference maker, that this is the next, meaning uh, obviously Montgomery to Hall and and to you know give him a chance because he's got a chance. Um, what's the likelihood we see Norton this week? Yeah, I don't have a real good grasp on that right now, so I'll put it at 50-50, which I think is where I put it last week, so take it, take that for what it's worth. But he certainly would add an electric element to that team. That's a word I like when, yeah. when it, you look at a guy who could bring an extra you know, level of juice to the, the running back position. We saw when Brees Hall really broke out you know, about halfway through his freshman year, he showed that he could be an electric kind of player who can break a, a you know, touchdown run from anywhere on the field, and you, you suspect you know that you've seen just enough uh to, to suspect that the freshman can do the same for mm-hmm. Iowa State this year but you know he's got to get healthy he's got to get his chance and I think I think Matt Campbell and company would rather play it safe with the guy especially a guy that young and make sure that he's fully healthy before they they get him back you know they teased uh, Jake Remsburg uh return for a couple weeks at yep. least before he actually saw action on the field and you know they were just playing it costly making sure mm-hmm. that uh that everything was right before they could really uh, get him out there. And uh, th- I think they're handling the running back situation the same way. And the fact that they have, you know, Jairo Brock hopefully healthier again this week, uh, as well as uh, Deion Silas uh, and maybe even a little Eli Sanders mixed in there that they had, you know, four guys that they can use out there if everybody's healthy. But, you know, they got three, three guys if one of them is not, uh, maybe plays into that decision. But I, I think they're just being cautious with, with a young player and trying to make sure they don't throw him out there before he's truly ready. Uh, both uh, you know, uh, mentally and physically. And they have the bye week next week as well. So if he doesn't play this week, yeah. you've got another whole week before uh, the, the Oklahoma game. Uh, when Colby Reader went down on, on Saturday night, I thought, oh boy, um, you know, too, too bad. It's a, you know, he comes here, he's going to play, for, what, six games in his Iowa State career. Uh, I, I thought it was serious, Dave. I did. Now, apparently, it's not as serious as the fear was, and that's not just you know uh, media and, and fans that are following the team. Uh, coaches felt that way that that uh, Colby Reader injury, which looked bad at the time, not as bad as was first assumed. Uh, is that your takeaway there? Yeah, Campbell uh, talked about that yesterday, and, and the fact that he was a little surprised, uh, pleasantly so, that uh, Reader was able to bounce back as much as he did, uh, getting into to the the practice facility. On uh, or on Sunday, actually, the day after the game, he said that Reader looked a lot better than than you probably would have expected uh, the coming out of that game. So that gives a little optimism that maybe he can get back on the field as soon as this week. But as you mentioned, you know, with the, the bye week coming up, maybe they'll play it safe with him as well. And they've been sol- they were still pretty solid, you know, without him out there, and did a good job of uh, containing uh, you know the quarterback from K State, uh, Adrian Martinez, last week. And uh, so there's there's reason to be confident in the other linebackers that they can throw out there, but Reader definitely does bring an extra element there. So if he's good to go, that'll be huge uh, for Iowa State. If this offense continues to struggle again this year, is Tom Manning in trouble? I know the relationship with him and Campbell is incredibly tight, but could you anticipate something if this offense continues to be as poor as we've seen at times that a move is made at offensive coordinator? Yeah, I seriously doubt that. The the relationship does play a huge role in in that uh, decision-making as well. and I think, you know, Matt Campbell's very loyal and, and those guys are like brothers, you know, mm-hmm. and so it's, it's very difficult just on that alone to imagine a change. 
And the fact that, look, I mean, Tom Manning is the same guy who was overseeing uh, offenses that set records for, you know, career seasons, games, you know, back when they had Brock Purdy and uh, Brees Hall and, and Charlie Kohler. And you don't have those guys anymore. And the Iowa State fans maybe got spoiled by how, not only how good they were, but how good they were early in their careers whereas guys like Hunter Deckers and even Jairo Brock, who's got a little more experience or maybe a little older, but hasn't played a ton of football, uh, you know, and the, the rest of the, the offense really outside of Xavier Hutchinson, uh, there's just not a great deal of experience there. So there's some, some growing pains that they have to go through and uh, they got a, you know, maybe a longer learning curve than those guys who really broke out. Uh, so I think some patience is needed. And I think, if you look back on what Iowa State did at its peak, I think that should buy Manning some goodwill. I, I look at the message boards and say, well, maybe he doesn't have as much goodwill as I thought. But uh, at least from my perspective, boy, to, to make a change, you know, just after one season where you've got a young team that struggled to really find its stride, that, that seems a bit extreme to me. Uh, Dave Sproul, Learfield Broadcast, uh, as part of that, KASI. I, I saw you had some uh, video up from TJ's press conference at the KSI Twitter account. Is that true? So- yeah, I've got a link there to the uh, our website. Got video with uh, TJ doing his formal press conference, and I had uh, quick chats with Damon Lipsey and Gabe Kalsher. And from Fennelly earlier in the week, I'm assuming, as well? Yep, you bet. Good stuff. Dave Sproul. Dave, we will talk to you uh, next week, later in the week, Iowa State's by week. We appreciate what you do for us, Dave Sproul. Thank you very much. Always a pleasure. Thank you. Dave Sproul, KSI, 14.30. Should ask him who they've got this week, football-wise. Oh, little cyclones. Took it on the chin. Yeah, I saw to that. To Dowling Catholic. Who do you Friday. have this week? Where are you? Dowling, oh, Valley, uh, Valley Dowling Valley Dowling on 96.9. The Bull will have the call for you coming up and should be a fun one Classic? Not sure yet. Okay. Valley's still got work to do offensively mm-hmm. to get there, but how many upsets have we seen in this game? Mm-hmm. There's been a whole lot <laughs> yes, of them. Valley, a week ago, they were outside of the top 16 for the RPI after last week. They're back in at number 12. Obviously, this will help out the strength of schedule. They'll be solidly in, but I'll tell you, you're one of those top four seeds. If you have to see Valley in the first round, you're real no. happy about that. No, 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 no. <laughs> no not at all. Uh, it's 11.25. We'll come back. Mitch Holtis joins us. Papa John's Central Iowa makes that possible. We will go back to Monday night with the Raiders and look ahead to a massive co- collision on Sunday afternoon, 3.25. That's the only game in that window, too, by the way. There's a couple of 3 o'clock games, mm-hmm. but 3.25, only one game in that CBS window. Which makes sense. Absolutely. Give the country that, the whole country, that entire game. Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. On KXNO. The NFL action is in full swing at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. We're talking touchdowns, big plays, and a chance for even bigger wins for you. New customers, bet just $5 on any NFL team to win on the money line. You'll get $200 in free bets if they do. Indeed, Trent, and you can also check this out. In addition to the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings at DraftKings. Stepped up, same game parlays. How about there's a Big 12 game tomorrow night as well? Mm -hmm. If uh, the football team and the Bears don't move your needle, maybe 
maybe some Big 12 action does. Baylor's on the road uh, taking on West Virginia. You can make one of those parlays uh, with that game as well. To make it even sweeter, you can throw down on stepped-up same-game parlays once per game day and do it all season long. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code KXNO to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. Again, promo code KXNO only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older. Iowa only. Bonus issued as free bets. One boost per eligible game. Opt-in required. Parlay and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash football terms. Gambling problem? Call one. Telememory sent you. After the storms hit central Iowa recently, you see companies from all over the country come to Iowa to take advantage of Iowans' misfortune. They're here today, gone tomorrow. You want to stick with companies you know. Companies like Wolf Roofing. You know Wolf Roofing will be here long after the storm. They've been here for over 25 years. Wolf Roofing and its employees are central Iowans just like you. When storms hit and misfortune happens... They take care of their own. Go to Wolf Roof. Ever you get podcasts. I'm Dr. Kevin Baker, and chair of this year's Iowa Mission of Mercy, a free two-day dental clinic. The Iowa Mission of Mercy, or as you might know it, iMom, is coming to the Varied Industries Building at the Iowa State Fairgrounds November 4th and 5th. Doors open each day at 6 a.m., and patients are seen on a first-come, first-served basis. Dental professionals from across the state will provide cleanings, fillings, and other simple dental procedures. DART is offering free transportation to the fairgrounds for patients. For more information, go to iowamom. On Peacock. You've been waiting for it, and now it's here. Fat Charlie's. Now open in Urbandale, an upscale sports bar with over 50 TVs. A brunch menu available every day starting at 9. On the weekends, free pancakes for kids. And don't forget about the Bloody Mary and Mimosa Bar. You want pizza while watching the game? Fat Charlie's has fresh homemade dough. Make your way to Fat Charlie's. 121st Street and Ames. Trent Condon here from my good friends at Renner's Warehouse. Everyone's buzzing about the seller's market in Des Moines real estate. So now is a great time to sell your home, right? Wrong. Today, a lot of homes are being snatched up by Wall Street firms, and they're being turned into rental properties. Which begs the question, what do these Wall Street hucksters know about renting that you don't? Well, they're not dumb. They know renting's a lucrative, long-term investment. They know it delivers cash flow, appreciation, and tax benefits. And they know you'll sell your home to them instead of renting it out yourself. Except now you know better. Because the good people at Renner's Warehouse Des Moines have known about the benefits of renting for years. They can show you exactly why renting your home can be way better than selling it. And they can manage the entire process for you. Bringing all the benefits of renting to you instead of selling them off to someone else. Say no to Wall Street and say yes to knowing. Call Renner's Warehouse Des Moines today at 515-528-4429 or Renner'sWarehouse.com. That's Renner'sWarehouse.com. Now back to Miller and Condon on 106.3 KXNO. Here's Ken and Trent. Hi, Miller and Condon. Welcome back. Just past 1130 on a Wednesday. Time for our weekly conversation. Well, except for the bye week when the Chiefs are off. Uh, We talk to the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs, Mitch Holtis. Papa John's in Central Iowa makes that possible. We'll learn more about them here in the moments to come. We're going to talk about the Monday Nighter, recap it, and look ahead to uh, maybe the game of the year in the NFL. Maybe Bills and the Chiefs this weekend. Hello, Mitch Holtis, Trent and Ken. Before we get into a football conversation, I, was, I just saw on Twitter on the uh, KU Hoops uh, Twitter account. Do you see that picture with Bill Self and all of the trophies and cut-down nets that are surrounding him and what I assume is his office? Did you see that this morning? 
I did not see that. Oh my god! It was on social media, or yeah, social media on on KU Hoops Twitter account. Just amazing. How many? All those Big Twelve championships are that's going to be part of it. They've had some success, have they not? Oh, they have. Yeah, it's been. uh, uh, Yeah. In many ways, at least in this part of the country, I mean, you talk to Kentucky, it'd be a little bit different, sure. maybe, but unprecedented. But yes, for sure. Indeed. Yeah, they've been able to, yeah, it's, uh, you know, ebbs and flows in college basketball. They've been stayed constant. Yeah, for sure. Well, let, let's get to what stays constant, and that's Patrick Mahomes week after week after week, seemingly. And they did it again. Boy, Kelsey, uh, just unbelievable. Uh, we, your calls were played the following morning a lot. I heard them uh, on uh, satellite radio uh, a number of times. Um, just one of those games, right? They just had it going on and everything that they wanted to do seemingly, but Mahomes and Kelsey, I'm referring to, was there, and, and it certainly worked. Yeah, it was, uh, and down seven. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. To nothing to the Raiders. Again, another desperate team that did not want to go one and four. And the Raiders played very well. Uh, and they did something that I hadn't seen very often. And some of it had to do with their tight end situation with injuries. Oh, with Waller going down, yeah. But they played, yeah, Waller's out. And then their second guy was out too, um, Moreau. They played tackle over tackle, meaning... There's five offensive linemen, but teams will, you always hear, like, number 72 is eligible. Well, they ran six offensive linemen, a big fullback, and then Josh Jacobs, who's having the best year of his career, behind that. And then they would take their shots, basically, with Devontae Adams, and it was very effective. And they got up 17 to nothing, and then getting Hunter Renfro back helped them. But with the Chiefs, it's amazing, because Mahomes, I think, is... In games where he's been down by two scores, is 13-9. and nine. It's the best record Jeez. of any quarterback in NFL history, down two scores to come back and win games. So a 17-point deficit was erased, and the Chiefs went, and again, you mentioned Kelsey, but four touchdowns. Kelsey, I keep saying it, but he, truthfully, he might be one of the more underrated players in the history of the National Football League. Mm-hmm. If you just look at his numbers, look at it empirically, no tight end. He's now being compared with the top wide receivers in the league. He's eclipsed every tight end that's ever played. You can't tell. You can't. You can bring everything you want and talk about anybody else, and it's just overshadowed by Kelsey. He's been amazing. And I mentioned this in our training camp reports. The Chiefs, because they're not as explosive, no Tyreek Hill, have got to be better in the red zone. They've been precisely that. The Chiefs have been spectacular in the red zone so far this year. Before we look forward to this week and the matchup with Buffalo, I'll look back to last year, or January 2022, that playoff game. Maybe one of the, certainly the most exciting football game I think I've ever seen with the stakes that were there. Take us back, being on the call for that football game, and I'm sure the memories are flooding back here this week in preparation for the Bills. Well, it's not just that game. You you have to look at this thing. We're going to do a podcast this afternoon. People can find it wherever they want to find podcasts, but then go to the Chiefs app and get it. But we'll have it up on Facebook as well, but anywhere you find podcasts. Um, but we do one called Defending the Kingdom every week, and it's going to be Chiefs, Bills, Ted Lasso. 
And the reason I say that in answer to your uh, question, Trent, is this has been, these have been episodes. This has been must-watch mm-hmm. television, like what's going to happen next? Because you can go back to the 2020 AFC Championship game, which had all of the drama uh, of coming in. The Bills were outstanding, just roaring into that game, and the Chiefs were able to win 38-24. Prior to that, the Chiefs won in the regular season at Buffalo. That had its own episode. You've got the uh, tutor versus uh, the pupil versus teacher because Sean McDermott worked for Andy Reid for so many years. Uh, then you've got these two, the two faces now, the two young faces of the NFL, these quarterbacks. But it wasn't just an amazing game, which we could go two lifetimes and never see that game again, Trent. Mm-hmm. But it's been these things put together. Uh, early last year at this time, the Bills in a, in a lightning storm that delayed the game for, what, 90 minutes or something, the Bills rolled the Chiefs. Every game has had its own unique <laughs> twist and episode surrounding these two protagonists that are the two quarterbacks. Uh, indeed, uh, one of them could have been the division, but Elway wanted Bradley Chubb. We'll save that for another day. I'm not bitter. Um, so, so I want to go back to Monday Night. Just one more, and and it's a penalty, but it's not the Chris Jones penalty, Mitch. It's a penalty I've never seen before, and as many games as as I watch, or most people watch, they've never seen it. Chiefs line up for a field goal. Defensive yeah. holding against Malcolm Kuntz, I believe it was number fifty one. Yep. I've never seen that called in a football game before, Mitch. Have you in all the games you've done? Yes, I have. You have, okay. Numerous times, yes, at different levels. Ken, here's what happens, and this is what the official surmise happened in this play, and it happens on placements, field goals or PATs. A player, and you can talk to high school coaches or college coaches uh, around here that are listening to this segment or you talk to, what a defensive player will do, will grab an offensive lineman and do it sneakingly and pull them down or pull them away so that it allows that gap to be exposed and I'll rush through a blocker to block the kick. It happens a lot, actually. It's, it's not called very often, but it happens more than you think. And you'll see it in high schools. I, I could go to Des Moines High School game mm-hmm. this weekend. It could be Waukee. It, could, it doesn't matter. And somebody's going to do it. And they'll block a kick or try to block a kick because I grab the lineman and I and I might grab two and I pull them away to expose the gap. So it's not called very often, but it happens more than you think. Yeah, I had never seen it called before. Um, but yep, no, <laughs> it's been I a long have, time. actually. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm glad you cleared <laughs> yep. that up. Thank you. I've seen it called against the Chiefs too. I just that you could call it a whole lot more than it's called. Leave it that way. Gotcha. The importance of this game Sunday cannot be overstated. Obviously, the tiebreaker that'll come along with it if these two teams end up tied, being ahead Mm. of them in the standings. I mean, there's just so much that goes into it. And the difference between playing in Arrowhead (laughs) and having to go up to Buffalo in late January and playing a football game, potentially in an AFC championship, yeah, it's just one of the 17 you play. It's a game in October, but this one is just an absolute monster. It is a monster. Uh, let me just put this in context. So last year before that game you referenced, Trent, the 13-second game, the overtime uh, victory by the Chiefs, 42-36, that afternoon, the Chiefs, we have a show called The Franchise. It's, it's terrific. It's won awards. It's kind of like a hard knocks. But they followed me around that day. In all of my prep for the game, I said, and I said this six hours before the game, I go, I've never seen a game like this as far as my prep this game could be epic. Well, that became like Old Testament prophecy. That's what that game became. Let me give you something else here. 
Mahomes leads the National Football League in passing touchdowns with 15. Josh Allen leads the NFL in offensive touchdowns with 16. Keep in mind the acumen of Josh Allen running the ball. He's their leading rusher. He has more rushing yards than Clyde Edwards-Delaire of the Chiefs. When you add it up, Mahomes 2.6, Allen 2.3 average, most offensive touchdowns. It's the most in NFL history of two quarterbacks going into a game. Now, there have been five similar matchups since the AFL-NFL merger, and here's who were involved. Peyton Manning in 04 and 2015, Brett Favre in 1997, and future Hall of Famer Tom Brady 2010. So uh, you're looking at something, this is to your point, Trent, very, very rare that you're seeing this collision course of trains. It's Casey Jones driving both trains. And, again, this is very similar to what I felt like in the divisional playoff game that turned into be epic. This has all the makings of being the same. If the Chiefs aren't affected by the short week, and we'll watch the injury report, the Chiefs used a lot of fuel. They've used a lot of fuel in the first five weeks of the season playing in five different time slots. And uh, that was a that was a rough game on a short week to play this team. The Bills have no weakness. There is no weakness in the Buffalo Bills. The Bills are better in 2022 than they were in 21 and 2020. Uh, interesting. Uh, leave it on, on this note before we talk about Papa John. How's the Andy Reid commercial uh, going over? <laughs> I, I thought it was brilliant. Seeing a side of him that I, I didn't know that about him. You're around him all the time. You probably know him differently. Obviously, you know him differently. But I th- I thought it was really good, Mitch. Ken, I have seen that side of him, and I love that side of him. And that is that that commercial accurately portrays when you get that side of him. I've seen the other side of him. That's the one right. where he's talking to Carl Cheffers right at the end of the half. Yeah. Um, but I like this side. So he is portrayed perfectly. Uh, I kidded him about it. He went to John Marshall High School in Los Angeles, which was the same high school of Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh so he, this acting comes to him very, very naturally. Uh, he actually worked around Hollywood a little bit. Uh, Coach did, but it's funny that that's his sense of humor. They didn't. That's not fake with him. That that's Andy Reid, the jokester Andy Reid. When he gets in that mode, that you're seeing the side of Andy that makes him special. I'm going to get to the bottom of this. <laughs> that's a great line. Just the way he delivered it was so so well done. Uh, speaking of well done, uh, the, the pizza's great. The the, phila- the philanthropic endeavors uh, that the Donaldsons do here in yep. Central Iowa, their next level. Tell us about them. And, and breaking news, Matt Donaldson will be at the Buffalo Kansas nice. City game. Mm. Yeah, that's the hottest regular season ticket I've seen in 29 years. All right. Um, they are doing this special right now. Papa John's in Iowa, the large two-topping pizza with free breadsticks, fifteen ninety-nine. But a dollar of every one of those purchases is going to My Happy Place. I'm going to talk about this over the next several months. My Happy Place is a uh, an amazing place uh, in Iowa for terminal or or kids with terminal or non-treatable diseases. Look it up, search, use your favorite search engine and find it. But this, you're not only buying pizza, you're going to help My Happy Place. That's what I love about the Donaldsons. They're doing this all the time. But if you watch the My Happy Place, go to that website. um, And if you're not crying by the end Mm -hmm. of that, going to that website, you'll know what I'm talking about or you don't have a heart. But anyway, the large two-topping Pizza and free breadsticks, fifteen ninety nine. They want to raise ten grand uh, in Iowa for my happy place. So that's our goal. Indeed, it is, and great cause, and great people behind it. Uh, Mitch Holtis, we'll talk to you next sure. week. Uh, thank you, Mitch, as always.
Epic game. Get a good yeah, night's sleep. Indeed it is. You too. Take care. Good to talk to you. Mitch Holt is the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. Good stuff. That commercial's a hit. Yeah, it's a good one. It's really good. I'm going to get to the bottom of this. Uh, love that segment. Love it. Really do. Not a fan of the team, a fan of the person, fan of the play-by-play guy mm-hmm. a lot. Uh, but you certainly have to respect the the, uh, the team, do you not? I mean, come on. They're fun. Uh, they're fun. And they're going to be around for a decade. Yeah, please. Oh, why'd you have to well, say that? <laughs> see, you actually have hope in your NFL franchise you root for. I, no, I, have I don't. Russell Wilson's the quarterback. Yeah, but you've seen Super Bowls. That's yeah, true. I was three in kindergarten. Them. Yeah. Three Last time them. I saw a Super Bowl win. Three of them, Three wins since I've been on three the wins. air. And, and a loss. Losses. Well, oh, there's so- a loss <laughs> when I was on the air to Seattle and Russell yeah. Wilson. But... Um, no, I'm not complaining. Now, that other team that I root for up north on the other hand, by the way, wasn't that fun being down at Wells Fargo? That was really yesterday? cool. Wasn't that great? It was. Thank you to the Iowa Wild and the Minnesota Wild. Mm-hmm. Uh, they accommodated us, put us right up against the glass. And uh, it was a fun, fun time. Opening night at the well, Iowa Wild Hockey. Friday night, downtown Des Moines, 7 o'clock puck drop. Uh, we'll take a timeout. Trent's play of the day. It's coming up. Two baseball games tonight. I'm guessing he'll be all over those. We'll find out when we come back. Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 slash radio. Like many of you, my home was hit by the storm recently. My roof had hail damage, and I knew there was one place to call. It's Trent Condon for Wolf Roofing. I've known the team at Wolf Roofing now for almost a decade. They're central Iowans that care about community and doing the job right. Go with the company that you know, a company from here. Go with Wolf Roofing. Set up your appointment at 515-225-8866. 225-8866 or online Wolf Roofing J-O-Y Guys, are you looking for an excuse to watch football all weekend long? Then schedule your vasectomy with the Urology Center of Iowa. The Urology Center of Iowa offers nitrous during your vasectomy, cutting-edge technology to help you relax during your procedure. Make the call to 515-400-3550. That's 400-3550 or online at iowauro.com. Vasectomies with the Urology Center of Iowa. And tell them you heard it on UN. I don't know about you, but when I'm going out, I want some good food. Not just frozen food thrown in a fryer. Get that good bar fare at Fat Charlie's in Urbandale. I want a beer? They got me covered. I want to catch the game? How about 50 TVs, including Thursday night football? If you're shut out at home, Fat Charlie's has you covered. Urbandale's upscale sports bar. It's Fat Charlie's just off 8035 on the Douglas exit. I'll see you at Fat Charlie's. Get in on the action with the world's largest sports book. Right at your fingertips. Circa Sports Iowa is where the pros play. Enjoy the highest limits, lowest takeouts, and competitive betting menus. Download, fund, and bet from anywhere in Iowa. Circa Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. Download your new bookie today. Visit CircaSports.com. Must be over 21 and present in Iowa to bet. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Trent's Pick of the Day is brought to you by Circus Sports. Download the Circus Sports app today to play with Trent or against him. Hi, Miller and Condon. Welcome back to Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KXNO. There's a college football game tonight as there well is. as a couple of baseball games. I have an opinion on that college football game. Oh, you game. do? Are we? Are you going to share it now in your yes. circle play of the day? I'm all ears. So uh, starting with college football, it is a Sun Belt tip, tilt with Marshall taking on Louisiana Lafayette. 
It's not a side. Ten and a half is the number. Marshall is favored. A blackout game as they're excited for the new uniforms there in West Virginia. But I'm playing the under in this one. 47 and a half is the number going under on this one. A lot of injuries for Lafayette at this point. So uh, quarterback play has been certainly uneven for them. And that Marshall had that huge upset against Notre Dame. They have not been the same offensively. No. Plus, Couple of pretty good defenses here. So forty seven and a half the number. We will take the under. And then we got three plays in baseball. I'm taking both dogs. Give me the Phillies plus one twenty five. Wheeler. Love them. Mm-hmm. And you Darvish plus one sixty five. Darvish in against the Mets was phenomenal. And Clayton Kershaw. We know about history. Hit and miss, right? It, it it really is. Postseason Kershaw, different player. At plus one sixty five, I think it's worth a fire on that one. So we got the Phillies, the pods, and also I'm going over on Darvish's strikeouts. Five and a half is the number, and you get plus one eighteen. Really like that. Over five and a half strikeouts for Darvish. We hit both of our props yesterday in the pitching props. We will go with Darvish here today. All right. So both dogs, you got the Phillies, you got the Padres, you got Darvish strikeouts, and you're taking the under in the Sunbelt 630 ESPN2 affair. A fun potpourri of a little bit of everything here today. I love it. And the baseball starts, what, 335? Yes. Fox has the first one. Who's got the, is it FS1? Did they stay on FS1 for the nightcap? Or? I, I would anticipate, in fact, yes. I, I did see all the Padres Dodgers games are all FS1. Are, are they really? All, all five of them. of them, yeah. Hmm. What if that would have been the case if the Mets would have made it? Probably not. Yeah, Mets, Dodgers, yeah. Ooh, New York, LA. Speaking of that, the playoff structure here, should the Phillies be playing the Dodgers? They're the sixth seed. They don't reseed, or you don't take on the lowest. The top seed doesn't get the lowest remaining seed. I was just surprised by that. You would think, yeah. Yeah. That's the way it, obviously, the NFL does it. Mm hmm. I was just a little bit confused. Well, Not sure the reasoning. I know there's a reason behind it, but just yeah. a little bit of surprise. I, look, I, I liked the wild card weekend. I the, did too. The way it was. I mean, instead of I'd one like game as a best of three or now. Would have been better if it was like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. As opposed to the weekend, without yeah. a doubt. Or in the future, that's what it will be. Friday. Oh, well, is that true? Because they, because they They'll be back it all on together. normal schedule. Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Where the regular season comes to an end on Sunday, day off, starting on Tuesday with the wild card round. That'll be great. Indeed it will. If indeed there is a... Game seven of the World Series. It's November 